0: Welcome back to another episode of 52 and 52, a podcast where we watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and record an episode about it today. Josh and I are going to be doing a short episode on battle of the sexes. Uh, it's a new movie starring Emma Stone and Steve Carell. Uh, just basically talking about the tennis match between Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs in the 70, 1973, I think, um, they had this famous TV match, uh, Billy, Bobby Riggs was an old tennis player who had retired. He was like 55 at the time and was sort of talking shit to all the women's players and sort of was like a hustler and a gambler and liked um, showing off and sort of being the center of attention. And so he sort of called out the top tennis female tennis players in the world and said he'd play them for – was the first game was like 30K and the next game was like 100K or something like that, Josh. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it became a nationally televised thing on ABC, and it was like a big uh, thing. I mean, neither of us were alive at the time, but it's it's sort of something that we've heard about and knowing sports and, and everything. Um, so yeah, what did you think of Battle of the Sexes?
1: I would say I really liked it, but it didn't quite live up to what I wanted it to be. Uh, there are very two distinct halves to this movie. There's one that follows Billie Jean King and one that follows Bobby Riggs, and I'd say the one that followed Billie Jean. King did a lot more for me than the one that followed Bobby Riggs. Um, yeah. I what I'll say is i I read a story about this. um like I knew I knew like about what you had just said in the intro, and that was about all I really knew about it before. And then I and the best American sports writing book from a few years ago, there was a long story in it about how Bobby Riggs, like it's not totally substantiated. But there is like a story about how Bobby Riggs might have thrown the actual match with Billy Jean because his gambling debts were like that bad, like he had that bad of an addiction, and he really needed the money. So I'm not saying I needed the movie to take a stance that he actually threw it, because that would be unfair, because I don't think we're ever going to know for sure. But it's very, very clear that this guy had like a very dark um, past or dark life after tennis, and it was obvious. The movie makes it clear he's not happy with his life. But I don't think it makes it clear quite how dire things had gotten. And it's just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to be a chauvinist because I want more attention. And I think there's probably probably more to it than that. And I think Steve Carell is one of my favorite actors. And I think he was perfectly capable of playing something a lot darker. And that's kind of what I wanted from that half of the movie because it felt like it was lacking a little bit. Um, that's what I'll say about that half. I don't know if, what your initial thoughts were. Cause yeah. I can talk more about why I like the other stuff, but do you, what was your initial reaction? Well, that's everything?
0: interesting. You brought that up because it's, I, I think that would be completely unfair if that was in the movie. And it's, it's interesting because they actually have a scene where he bets on himself, mm-hmm. which sort of goes against him, him throwing the match because, well, I guess like, I don't know how. Wait, that but that was for the Margaret Court one, right? No, that was the, I'm pretty sure that was the Billy Jean match.
1: Oh, okay
0: I'm I'm pretty sure.
1: Okay, that my, was my the bad Billie then. jean match. But I mean like so I, I I didn't necessarily need to put it in that he threw it. I just wanted him like being a little more desperate in his by himself and like more, sure. more of a sad sack that it was like kind of unhappy. Whereas yeah. like, he, he was almost too happy for most of this and too excited Agreed. to be a show. I think
0: he could have played a little bit more like fox catchery serious than he was in this because he doesn't – yeah, he, he doesn't really – it doesn't really seem like his life has any consequences. Hell, that,
1: even Little Miss Sunshine's Eve Carell this is the same director sure. from Little Miss Sunshine and in that movie, I mean he plays someone suicidal, so I don't need to go quite that far. But, like, that guy is a little more self-aware and kind of a little sad, you know? Like, he
0: has the scene where he's at the, the Gambler's Anonymous, and he's like, no, you guys are just shitty. Like, that scene is, like, funny, but also it it doesn't come across that he's...
1: Hit a little close to home for you?
0: Uh, no, I'm, I don't know what you're talking about. It, it doesn't come across that he's really, like, like, feeling bad. He just sort of seems like he's just, like... Almost bored more than in a dark place, does yeah. that make sense?
1: yeah, yeah, and I don't I um, think he was in a dark place,
0: yeah, but yeah, I mean the Emma Stone stuff is thousand percent better than the stuff with him because the stuff with him just it, it's so much more inconsequential yeah. to like the story I, the, the one thing I'll say is it's it's not my original idea because I, I I felt this way when I watched the movie and I saw someone write about it after like the first thing i the first review I saw. Um, but I, I think this would have been much better served as a documentary than a feature film. I'm
1: sure there's one out there already, so they kind of just like we'll – we'll go – I just – I, I guess I'm
0: not really sure. It, it just seems like – it seems like something – like if you want to talk about like the, uh, like women's movement and, and feminism and uh, this sort of stuff that they they really don't dive into that much in this movie – then it seems like like something that wants to talk about equality like this would much be better served by like real documentary instead of dramatization of it almost.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I I would say that like I don't know. I I I like the people involved enough that if some of those things in that half of the movie had been changed, then I would have been perfectly happy and felt this was an even more essential movie than I do at this point and sure um but i I, i'm sure it would make for a really good documentary too unfortunately he's dead so that would that probably takes some of the incentive away from a documentary where you're missing that perspective um whereas here you can just dramatize it however you want um but like i to but my main reason for saying why i'm not gonna just take that documentary stance is i really did like the billy jean king half of it Um, I didn't know, like I had read that article about Bobby Riggs, so I kind of came in with these preconceived notions of what I wanted from that, and I didn't really know a whole lot about Billie Jean King, other than that she was a really good tennis player, she eventually came out a lesbian, she was in the battle of the sexes, and that's all I knew, and I mean, not that it tells you a whole lot more about her aside from that, I mean, she has these, I I didn't know the thing about the separate women's tour, I was a little ignorant of that, and I thought that was pretty interesting, uh, seeing how they just kind of stuck it to that dude, um, that, I thought that was pretty cool. And I... I mean, the stuff with her husband... um, That guy could have... That character could have been like...
0: Super terrible. Yeah. I'm
1: I'm guessing – that's because they say at the end of the movie, like there's still – he was like her ultimate kid's godparents. So I guess that's – I mean it's just you're you're expecting that guy to be terrible if you don't know the story. So I thought it was a little more nuanced where you see how he kind of looks out for her and he doesn't totally turn on her because in some version of – possibly it could have easily been. He was a super homophobic, terrible, alpha person in real life, and he's not Mm -hmm. that. So I thought that allowed that story to be told with more nuance, and I enjoyed seeing the – I mean – those white dudes are pretty pretty terrible, chauvinistic, sexist, everything, but in a almost cartoon way, but at the same time, like they probably were like that, so yeah. I can't really fault the movie too much for that having them be how they are and yeah. it was cool seeing how they kind of reacted against them and rebelled against it
0: for sure uh, I think it's interesting that like some of the stuff with the the sport, the actual like sports angle of it, I'm not sure that a lot of people would get, like, the weight of that. Like, them, like, quitting and starting, like, their own tour and not, like, being on, on like, the national stuff that would pay them what they are trying to be paid or even expected to be paid, even though they think they're underpaid. Like, that was a really, really, really big deal.
1: Especially because, and- like, today they still don't even they they've been on like they've had like five iterations of professional women's soccer leagues in the last 20 years so yeah. if, if that can't catch on then they tried to do it with tennis 45 years ago is pretty yeah. interesting yeah. yeah
0: um yeah I, and i actually thought it was i kind of wish Sarah Silverman was in the movie more i thought her and emma stone had like kind of a good like connection it was so
1: funny when she was like oh yeah now more of my girls are smoking because that was I their know. sponsor yeah. <laughs> She was like actively wanted that but it's like they're yeah. athletes.
0: <laughs> yeah no it was it was funny i think she brought a nice little like light tone to that side of the movie mm-hmm. uh emma stone was was pretty good i don't I, has she, I don't know what she's been in that's been really that dramatic
1: yeah um, and i thought she was actually better than she was in a while man um, well, I, I know, I know, I know, not, I know, I don't. To, I, I know I don't want to convince you of that. I actually liked her in that movie, but I think this is a better performance, and it allowed her. Just it would allow her to. She's done other dramatic stuff. Like she got an Academy Award nomination for Birdman, and she had a very dramatic scene in that movie. But here, it's like she hasn't had a movie where she's the where she's, lead, where she's like the lead, and she's having it, to carry that much. Having to play that mature of a character and have that much dramatic, that many dramatic scenes about mature subjects, like she hasn't had to do that before, so that's why it was pretty cool, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, um,
1: but yeah, no, I mean,
0: I liked, I liked it. I think the movie is fine, and it's, I think it's well done. I just sort of wish that it was documentary, okay? <laughs> because it, it just, it's some of these things when they get dramatized, you don't really know how to feel about. What you're watching because it's like crafted for you to sort of feel a certain way. But I, I thought it was good. And I thought that they sort of dealt with like her sexual revolutionizing whatever pretty well. It wasn't like they didn't make it that big of a deal, but they showed like how important it was to her and sort of like how it was changing her life and her sort of like routine of living this. I don't want to say lie, but sort of living in this like I'm married to this dude and, i play tennis and i get seen in public with pretty blonde guy whatever whatever and she just sort of goes about her business and she sort of just says like fuck all this i'm gonna i'm gonna like do shit my own way and it's it's pretty cool
1: yeah i think I've scenes that are really good though where she's up until she actually um hooks up with whatever the andrea riseborough character's name is um mm-hmm. what is who, oh, mallory ma- 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 marilyn <laughs> like just the, the way she's kind of reacting to it the whenever like she makes this Marilyn makes this slight hints like she has to be very uh restrained and you can kind of see yeah. it but at the same time you know she's interested but it, it, to even convey that much without having being able to say anything i think is pretty impressive uh yeah. and but it's like totally the conflict they have it's i mean it's totally it's totally understandable um Given all the circumstances and the time, uh, so it's not like it's feels too soap opera y or anything like that. Like you totally get yeah. it where everyone's coming from. Like, uh, and you I mean you sympathize more with their husband because he's not a total dick, and you understand why he would be upset because I mean he's living. He turns out he's living in a bit of a sham marriage himself. Uh, yeah. But they don't make him totally unlikable either. Every you kind of get where everyone's coming from, and it makes it more of an interesting conflict.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, one thing that I didn't really get from the movie was why um, Bobby Riggs' kid sort of just bails on him right before the match. Do we get like an explanation for that?
1: No, we don't. Because, I mean, at first he's not into it and then he gets really into it and then he's like, no, nah, I'm good. And it might have helped if you had had him maybe just observing his dad being kind of awful at another point, And he's like, maybe I shouldn't be associated with this. Yeah. Um, And that's the other thing about this, it's just, it does, I mean, maybe he's turned off by the chauvinism, we don't know, but this movie is taking on a little bit more resonance um, in light of like last year's election, people are drawing a lot of parallels about that, and I don't necessarily think it's important to dwell that much on that, I think it's just ironic that this movie was made in greenlit at a time when everyone, like, it was greenlit probably before they even knew who was running for each presidential spot, um in each party but then it was being filmed in a time when they kind of knew who was running and they assumed it was going to be Hillary Clinton and then it's not that um and instead you ended up with a like a sexist terrible chauvinist president so I think a lot lot of people are maybe projecting a lot onto the movie because of that where that wasn't really anything that wasn't like a message the movie was trying to say they were trying to tell this story in the past but it's Kind of still very. Topical. To it's just kind of, it just it does it, it, what regardless, you don't need someone as terrible as Donald Trump to tell you that like sexism is, is sexism is still a problem today. So it's like you see how all these dudes are acting now, and then something happens in two thousand and seventeen. It's like, wow, it's been forty five years, and like we still have a lot of problems with that. So I think that in and of itself is a statement without having to outwardly really say it, where but a lot of people just decided to kind of take the president thing and run with it, which, understandably yeah
0: which is sort of like the depressing thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) with movies like these is because you see this like revolution and this you see all these this portrayal of like a woman's progress and step forward but then you're like yeah well this is topical in yeah, 2017 we're, we're and recording like, we're,
1: we're recording this within the in the aftermath of this whole harvey weinstein story it's like wow in like 2017 yeah. like really powerful dudes still get their way way too much and to,
0: white dudes yeah yeah,
1: yeah. so uh, that's it's like it's the same thing with like stories about like race in the '60s or anything like that. It's a, sure, exactly. A, 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 I guess it's something those movies. I mean, as sad as it is, it's something those movies have going for them where they don't have to, because us as the viewer just kind of knows that, and we'll feel sadder because of that. The movie doesn't maybe have to like be so on the nose within the movie itself sure because it's, sure. Just, it's just there and that'll allow it to take on that actual extra, extra emotional resonance yeah
0: yeah i i guess i was more saying like you know we, we sort of get this aftermath of all the other tennis players celebrating and they're all so happy and i think the announcer says something along the lines of like this is a victory for women's feminism and whatever whatever and then it's just like –
1: And that's still a problem today. White like, dudes I, are
0: still terrible. And, and, and it's and like, like – and uh, even,
1: even in tennis specifically, I don't think they make as much. It might have changed. No, I don't scale. think they do either. I, I feel like something might have changed with that in the last few years. But as of like – I remember like reading about that a few years ago. I should have looked that up before our podcast. But even like a few years ago, like women definitely made less prize money. They were watched there's a long – like I don't think – Women's tennis maybe hasn't been quite as there might have been a stretch a few years ago where a few like you had Nadal, Federer, and Djokovic like doing big things and there weren't really any big time names in the women's game aside from Serena. But mm-hmm. for the most part, for like the last like twenty years, the women's game has been just as popular as the men's and men yeah. would justify not paying the women as much by saying, Well, they only play three sets, and we play five. But it's like that doesn't matter if you're drawing the same amount in T V ratings. That's where it's coming yeah. from. You're not making yeah. that much more on the T V that they need to make seven times more when yeah. just because you They're- have a handful of extra commercial breaks
0: yeah they're playing the same arena that gets the same amount of butts in the seats that too. And, uh, yeah it's it it's it's, ridiculous. So it's like all um, well, that stuff
1: hadn't changed and like we said that just yeah kind of takes on a different meaning
0: yeah but but it's a good movie uh i I think it's definitely worth a watch if you're interested in the story or if you don't know anything about it. um I can't say that I know enough to compare it like I said Josh said there probably is and I'm sure there is a documentary about it somewhere already. I just. I haven't ever watched anything about it. It's just something I sort of just learned about or knew about, just growing up with sports and whatever else. Um, but I, I think it's a good movie, and I don't. I would recommend you see it if you want to. Like yeah. if it's something you're curious about, I think it's a, a worth a watch.
1: Yeah, if you if, and if you're someone that likes. Seeing everything that's going to be nominated for Oscars, it'll probably get a few. I'm not sure how many. I, I would assume Emma Stone's going to be nominated for an Oscar again. It kind of annoys me that Steve Carell isn't going to be when like I think he is going to be when I would have rather him gotten an Oscar nomination for The Big Short a couple years ago. But because yeah. this, this performance didn't do a ton for me, it wasn't bad. It's just it was just kind of there, and he like I said, yeah. sh- should have been asked to do more. Um, but yeah, uh, if you like being in the conversation with all the Oscar stuff, like you got you should probably check it out.
0: Yeah, and it's it's an easy watch. Um, I don't think it's.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I, while well, we had some issues, like I wasn't like, I wasn't like actively wanting to leave the theater or anything. No, no, yeah.
0: no, no, no. It's easy yeah, to watch. It doesn't fun. feel long, um, and yeah. like I said, it's a little bit lighter on uh, a uh, tone wise than probably what it's actually like about. But it it just you know it's sort of a feel-good movie at the same time it moves
1: at a pretty good pace even though it has this yeah. ser- serious stuff we're talking about we're talking all this yeah. stuff about her her lesbian affair and while that is heavy like the, her half of the movie is still pretty fun in the grand scheme of things and, and there's there's a lot well. of
0: comedy I- involved too
1: yeah we, we we talked about the sarah silverman stuff there's yeah. other stuff amongst the female players that's kind of fun yeah
0: yeah exactly and yeah it's a good movie emerson gives a good performance so i i think it's worth a watch um yeah, if you guys want to talk about it with us, Josh, where can they find you on Twitter?
1: At Josh Jernavoy, J O S H J U R N O V O Y.
0: I'm at A bake A K L A M B A K E. Podcast Twitter is 52 in 52 pod. Podcast emails 52 in 52 pod at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.